Welcome to Egg Foo Yuck. Egg Foo What? Sorry. What? <laughs> <Yeah>. Jesus, <laughs> you had all week to rehearse this opening month. There's no rehearsal for this show. No. Yikes. This is oh, this boy. is Egg let me, Foo. Let me, let, me do, let me do this for oh, you. Okay, you, you started. Let me off. do this for you. Kick it off. Welcome, everybody, to another week of Egg Foo What? I'm Expos Tom. I'm Greg Wilson. Sorry. And I'm, my, I'm Mike Lisk. Mike, Mike. <laughs> this is why we need to practice. <laughs> this is the practice. This is like at the Oscars or whatever when they kept bump, they fucked up the winner's uh, name or whatever. This is yeah. I'd yeah, say this, a rocky start. This is, this is how people are seeing how the sausage is made. Yeah. Or the whatever. <laughs> are there Chinese sausages? <laughs> I actually could could edit could edit could edit. Uh, that part out, uh, but I'm gonna. Ah, that's it. gold, Mike. That's what the yeah. that's what the fans want. They want the they want the fuck ups. They want to know that we're human. Yes, they see us as these podcast gods, <laughs> floating in to give them some happiness with their <laughs> dreary, drippy, dopey, sorry, pathetic, stupid, loser, empty lives. Yeah. Where all these people have, so we're leaving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We we're all people have and uh listen to us right now is like watching the the get back uh documentary it's like wow look the, the beatles are just normal people yeah except uh even the beatles can be boring that was that was that was my takeaway mm-hmm. from get back <laughs> i don't think so no that wasn't the takeaway no well <laughs> i'll say this uh i mean i loved i've probably watched it five times that's incredible. I live blogged every episode. Yeah. I love, 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 love. I've never been so grateful for something, uh, you know, entertainment wise. Like, it was the first time yeah. I actually thought, wow, thank you. See, I like the original uh, Beatles anthology. I, I love that too. Yeah. I love that. I wore that. I even own that on D- DVD. I had, yeah, I had the videotape, I, video, I taped them off the TV back in the, you know, 40s. <laughs> uh, then our buddy Will got me, I, well, I think he did, or the, uh, anyway, the 10, the 10 box set, or the 10 disc DVDs, mm-hmm. I think, I think they've been at his house the whole time. I love the anthology, <laughs> but yeah. that was more of a, um, well, not, not just for beginners, but an overall, like, here's the story of the Beatles, uh, you know, and it was fantastic, and I love it. Whereas this was more of like, you do kind of have to be a super fan. Yeah, it's, I, it's, it's, I think it's a super fan are. thing, you know, it's, yeah. it's, you know, and of course, most Beatles fans are super fans, you know, at this point. I mean, come on. The only uh, thing I didn't like is uh, how many times do we have to see them vamp through 50 Goldies Oldies? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, even the Beatles could be boring. It's not even that it was boring. Because when you say boring, you think it would be when they're just kind of sitting around looking at each other. That part's fascinating to me. Yeah. Uh, because another thing is... John's jokes? Well, not just... No, not even his jokes. Uh-huh. Because I realized that as a Beatles, hardcore Beatles fan who's read all the books, seen all the mo- the interviews, all the clips, like to a Beatles fan, by this point, we kind of have a set number of lenin videos or quotes that we always see here's lenin being funny here he is being a wise ass here he is being an asshole yada 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 and so you got get used to kind of seeing this defined 
here's all the John Lennon bits. And he's either a genius or funny or an asshole or whatever. But either way, he's super iconic. And then you're watching this and you're like, oh, sometimes he's funny. Sometimes he's whatever. But sometimes he's just sitting there looking like a dope like anybody else. <laughs> Which uh-huh. was like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. Sometimes he's just sitting around waiting for a sandwich like anybody else. Uh-huh. And now, uh, for me, the best thing of Get Back was uh, the coats. You know, the various coats, coats that would. Oh, well, appear. Jeff, uh, uh, Glenn Johns's coats. Yeah, yeah. He, he was the master of the coats. George tried to take him but on. But George, yeah, off. George would try to throw his hat in the ring. Yeah. With some of his uh, yak. I, I mean, what are, what are, what were some of those coats made out of? I mean, are, were they, yeah, what were is they that fur? Famous coat on the rooftop? Cause it's like a long fur. Is it Yeti? <laughs> that's, that's the abominable snowman. Before the fancy coolers. <laughs> I thought maybe it was yak. Coats. I thought yak is an yeah. animal, right? But every five minutes, they're doing fucking blue suede shoes. And it's like, <laughs> hey, I get it. That's how they clowned around. And uh-huh. I get this is signaling to us that they uh-huh. have a shared musical past. Uh-huh. How many fucking. So uh, does this mean. I will be eagerly awaiting the 18 hour version. Does this mean you haven't gotten your ticket for the Elvis movie yet? Um. That's interesting. I well, first of all, I still haven't seen Downton Abbey, which I can't believe. <laughs> yeah, it's like two weeks. Can, now. can we stop talking about Downton Abbey every episode? No, I we mean, cannot, Mike. No, this is going to be a, something I can't shake. I am curious, though. I am. I, I think I'm looking forward to the Elvis movie because for two reasons, maybe three. <laughs> I might end up with four. You're on the fence with uh, the third number one. one yeah, I was just saying to somebody a couple of months ago before I heard of this movie, or I was like, gee, it's funny that there doesn't seem to have ever been a definitive Elvis movie. Do you know of one? Like, I know there's been some TV ones, there's been some goofy things, but yeah, I don't know. Well, I guess, I guess like the comeback special, right. the, the comeback, but, but like yeah. the Elvis biopic in terms of like the Ray Charles one or the Johnny Cash one, uh, was there one? No, you're right. There isn't really, I can't think of a documentary. You know, those, mm-hmm. those Elvis TV specials are mm-hmm. like what you want to see, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think they capture uh, what it was all about. Uh, mm-hmm. You don't have any of that stuff from the early period, though. Right. I mean, there's definitive books about Elvis, though. Yeah, but that's my second point. I've read a couple of Elvis books. And the, but there's the only part, really two books to read. The Peter Gurlnick books, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Those well, are then fantastic. I read, another, I read the one, shit, I don't know who it was, where it's about the music and just about his kind of life-life. Um, mm-hmm. And what I, I think I've picked up on over reading some books or interviews or whatever, is as great as Elvis is. No, who, who doesn't love Elvis? Uh, he he was, seems to have been a kind of boring guy in and of himself. You know, like there's no great Elvis stories of him being, uh, you know, funny. Well, there, or crazy. there is that sto- story where he, he almost knocks out. Well, I think he does knock out. Doesn't he not knock out Paul Apprentice with a with a pool ball thrown at her? Oh, I don't know. I don't know that one. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't read the second book? I, I didn't that's read that one. A, that's that's so that's what's so great about uh, the Peter Gurlnick books. Yeah. You read the first one. It's all about the rise. And then the yeah. second book is all the, the downhill. Yeah. I mean, you know, 
And the downhill, I mean, I didn't know that story, uh, but I remember it, you know? Yeah. Uh, you don't hear much about it because it was, you know, that stuff didn't surface back then. But uh, yeah. he, he lived, yeah. what, you, what you can say about Elvis, he lived a life like no other person. Yeah. I mean, he, he was a truly unique person. Nobody ever lived a life like that up until then. I mean, you can, right. I guess you can make arguments that some people have experienced greater fame. Mm -hmm. But at the time, you know, he he was the peak. I mean, Frank Sinatra, you know, had his his time mm -hmm. as a, a very popular uh, singer. But then mm -hmm. Elvis comes along and he's in a whole other category. He's yeah. like an alien. Yeah. You know, and uh, just reading about. Yeah. He lived a, a secluded life after a certain point because, yeah, he, he became so famous he couldn't go out in public. Mm -hmm. And so then, yeah, then his life gets ruined. Yeah. Um, but even other than that, like the fame stuff, even before that or other than that, he just seems like a kind of, you know, he, he loved his mama. Yeah, he was a mama's boy. He, Truck uh, driver. I mean, yeah, I mean, I just see it seems like he would kind of if he was here, he'd just kind of be hanging out, being quiet. You know, I don't want to say dull, but yeah, I don't. So then I'm looking at this movie and I'm like, well, gee, how are they going to I mean, how are they going to It's Hollywood? They'll fucking make it crazy. But then Tom Hanks is Tom Parker, who who is Tom Parker as a guy. He seems to be more interesting than Elvis. Um, yeah, well, he he was just a shady character. You know, he he you yeah. know he hits his wagon to Elvis, and then you know he had to protect himself. He was wanted. Elvis could never travel. That's why he never right. went to Europe he wasn't or anything. A, he, because he Tom wasn't Parker a, was wanted. He was a wanted man. He was an illegal alien. Yeah. Uh, so which is just, yeah. He had this. Like, how did how did Elvis not number one? How did he just eventually go to the government and say, "Hey, uh, I'm wanted. I'm an alien. Whatever. Uh, here's what's going to happen. You're going to fucking take care of this, and I'm going to take Elvis around the world, make a ton of money, and pay a ton of taxes. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't understand why he didn't do that. Because I don't think he was that bright. <laughs> I don't think Tom Parker was that bright. You know, it, it was just sort of happenstance. That he sort of, you know, fell into this thing, and he didn't know well, how, how to handle enough it. To keep Elvis, and like the other thing is, how come Elvis didn't say, "Hey, dude, what, what the fuck?" Yeah, he like he, he was smart he enough himself to keep be controlled. Yeah, he, he was smart enough to keep Elvis under control, which is like, yeah. So that's oh, it's, it's a strange I'm dynamic, worried. you know. Yeah, I'm worried. I'm a little more interested in the whole Tom Hanks part of it. Uh, <laughs> you, you think you, he looks so like him? He looks. He looks horrible in that makeup. I've seen. It doesn't I've look only, like I think him. I've only seen the Elvis guy. I, I don't think I've noticed Tom Hanks. But between Tom Hanks being in it, you know, I feel like they're going to ratchet up the Tom Parker stuff, I would assume. But but I, I'm surprised. I am kind of interested in seeing what they do with it, because I think they're going to really have to Hollywood ratchet it up a bit, because um, other than the stereo around them and everything, you know, well, I'm just, sure they're going to have big people you can sit around and watch them just eat, eat ice cream because they're just funny and entertaining and cool uh -huh. and it is going to be big musical numbers yeah i mean I, this guy the director uh what's his name boz what's his last name lerman you know he he's know. He's, he's done musicals before so he knows how to do the big musical set pieces mm -hmm. so i'm sure there's going to be a fair amount of those oh that's a good point yeah my yeah. favorite elvis story is 
when he died, his girlfriend who found him, I was reading, I forget which book I was reading. And she's telling the story. And she's like, yeah, I woke up at like three in the morning. Elvis wasn't in bed. So I, go, I, I realized I, I, I got to go look for him. Uh, I thought he, and then I thought he was in the bathroom. Uh, so I went and put on, freshened up my makeup and went into the bathroom to see if he was in there. And I'm like, I'm reading, I'm like, what? Like, Elvis is such a badass with chicks, or could have been. Mm -hmm. He's sitting on the toilet. Mm -hmm. And this girl, who I presume is smoking hot, thought to herself, well, before I go in the shitter and see Elvis, I better put some makeup on. I better look good. Mm -hmm. That was, and she was so matter-of-fact about it. I was like, wow. And then she found him, you know. I was like, geez, no girls putting up. First of all, no girls coming <laughs> anywhere near my bathroom. It's not happening. I could be telling them I'm dying of a heart attack. And they'd be like, all right, I'll send somebody. Good luck. You know, they're not coming putting, and they're certainly not freshening up to come see me on the shitter. I thought that was, I'm like, wow. Are you going to go watch it? Now, do you remember when he died? You're, you're a little older than me. Yeah. In fact, it, it, it was quite memorable mm -hmm. because it was, you know, it was a summer day. It was very hot out. I remember that. And, uh, you know, I was I was in you don't uh, need to paint a whole I was in high school. <laughs> <laughs> I was in high school at the time. Yeah. And during that, that period, uh, I hung out a lot at my friend's house down the block who had a pool table, had the oh, stereo in the same. Rich. Oh, <laughs> well, not, exactly. not exactly. Not <laughs> exactly. Oh, but I didn't, uh, you, I didn't know you did the Kennedys uh, back in the day. <laughs> yeah, pool boy. table. Jeez. But uh, so what he had a pool they have an ice machine on the fridge. <laughs> he had a pool table and he had a four foot pool in the backyard. So he would shoot some pool, go in the pool, shoot some more pool. Yeah. And he had a, a stereo. and We'd listen to that. while I, we're I'd, I'd have married this guy. <laughs> anyway, so it comes on the radio that he died. Mm -hmm. And we weren't fans and, and we were we were quite disrespectful, mm -hmm. you know, because then then the radio is playing nothing but Elvis. But we're you know, you were cutting up. We're having fun. And I, I remember uh, another friend lived across the street. His father came out, you know, and he's like, ding dong, the king is dead or something. He, he was he was very disrespectful. <laughs> so. So, yeah, there was a lot of disrespect going on. Uh, now, why which, were you you didn't like Elvis? Did you not like him because he was the old generation or and you were in the punk or did you just legit not like his music? You know what? I hadn't checked. I really hadn't listened to much of his music. You know, I knew I knew the big songs, you know, Jailhouse right. Rock, you know, and uh, Don't Be Cruel. You know, the songs you couldn't avoid. Right. You know, I mean, his music is unavoidable. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, the songs, whether you're buying the albums or not. So, I mean, I, I knew his songs, but I was not, I hadn't explored much in the, yeah. the Elvis. And I'll I was into what, other things, you know? I'll tell you what I love most. I mean, I, I love his, his comeback stuff, like the 68, like, you know, Suspicious Minds and the Ghetto, Kentucky Rain, all that stuff. Yeah. The most. Um, and, but boy, if you hear, if you hear some of his gospel stuff. That's that good too. Is, that's pretty amazing. It's yeah, like, it is. Yeah. You can tell, like he, he was he was such a great singer, he could sing whatever. And but you can tell when he was singing gospel, he really put that extra oh yeah. Really that, cared about it. That was his where he came out of, you know. Yeah. That was that was uh his base pretty much, I would say. 
Yeah, I stumbled into some double disc, you know, like 30 years. Oh, yeah. No, you know, they, I mean, I'll say this about the Elvis. I mean, they they repackaged his music Mm -hmm. phenomenally, you know. I mean, they had the the big three box sets, one for the 50s, the 60s, and the 70s. They're all pretty great. Elvis Masters. Yeah, yeah. That's right. I forgot about those. Those are great. Yeah. And then, you and like you said, then there's that, I think my gospel collection is like three CDs. Yeah, that, that's it could have been three. That's on. Yeah. But I even had the records. I mean, I, I did yeah. eventually, you know, find my way to Elvis. And, you know, I bought records before CDs came out, yeah. you know. Yeah. So I, I did explore a little bit. Yeah. But um, yeah, not a deep dive. But I don't know. I don't think his uh, I think this is you ha- always have to be skeptical with Elvis because they're always repackaging stuff for the next generation. Yeah. So this feels like, you know, this has gotten the approval I know of his, his daughter mm-hmm. uh, and uh, his ex-wife, I think, are on board. So, you know, they get a part of the action, I believe. Of course, yeah. You know, so, you know, you, you got to be a little skeptical. What's that? Didn't his granddaughter just die? Like, uh... Yeah, yeah. You know, Yeesh. that family's just full of tragedy. Yeah. Uh, but why? Yeah, the, if all I could, if all I could take from Elvis is suspicious minds in the ghetto and his gospel stuff, I'd be pretty happy. Like I, I don't need "Don't Be Cruel" or. Uh, yeah, I, I would agree know, with that, you. That that '60s period yeah. was really a peak period after, for me too. After Sun, that, that's just kind of. Ugh. The, but the, then his comeback stuff and just uh, remarkable and. Yeah, I, I was a little, I don't think I remember him. I don't think I remember him dying, but my mother loved Elvis. She was that perfect age when he came out. And uh, boy, whenever you'd mention him for a year, she would just, because somebody would make fun of him. It'd always be like, oh, those years in Vegas when he was fat. Right. And she would just shake her head and be like, he never lost his voice. No matter what, he could always sing, uh, which is true. Yeah, that is true. And, uh, I yeah, mean, so the, the material he was doing was getting a little schmaltzy. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, but the voice is still there. Well, I, I, I remember I was listening to a podcast, a great podcast. Uh, it's called Let It Roll. You'd love it. It's a complete deep dive into the history of music, rock and roll, blues, funk, everything. It's, it's incredible. I love it. And uh, I'd never really thought of it, even you know, I've read a bunch of books that never really made it so clear, but the reason his songs and movies, but songs in the movies got worse and worse is because with every movie, Tom, Colonel Tom wouldn't, would rate, you know, insist on him getting paid more and more. So with every movie, more of the budget would go straight to Elvis. So they couldn't afford good songwriters. Like Uh in the beginning, they had Lieber Stoller writing songs for the movies, you know, Doc Pomus, all that stuff. And by the end, it was like, you know, me, like they couldn't afford all with help. So that's why, like, literally every one got worse and worse and worse. I've never watched one Elvis movie. I mean, I've heard nothing but horrible things about them. Boy, that's Yowza. You're right. I don't I don't think I have either. No, I don't think it's ever occurred to me. Yeah, (laughs) they're, you know, uniformly uh, reviewed as horrible. So, Yeah. yeah, why? Why waste the time? You know, well, I feel like Love Me Tender always got some cred and it has, and it's black and white, which gives it a little something. 
Is that the one with the uh, Jailhouse Rock in it? Yeah. yeah. All right. I, th- I think I've seen that. That one. seems to be kind of legit, and that was probably yeah. the, probably the first one. Mm-hmm. So obviously, it's going to be the best one. <laughs> See, I couldn't even tell you the name of the movie, but I I do remember the Jailhouse Rock bit. Yeah. I, uh, and uh, yeah, boy, that's funny. It's never occurred to me to sit down and watch an Elvis movie. <laughs> I think I've seen bits if I just passed it randomly. There's one with Ann Margaret in it, right? Yeah, that, yeah. I've, I've I mean, seen, you know, I've seen clips. Yeah, I, I'm not watching that for Elvis. But you know? uh, I mean, but you cannot. I mean, I'll say this with a as George Costanza would say, with a staunch record of heterosexuality, he was a good-looking dude. <laughs> Elvis, not not George Costanza. <laughs> uh-huh. He was a good-looking dude. They say he could. One great quote was. Uh, Elvis could get pussy where most men couldn't get drinking water. <laughs> so I like that. But 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 here's the thing. When oh. when he I, I I always remember this quote. I think it's in the, the girl neck book. Or maybe About them it, just cuddling. No, no. Uh, yeah. You know, he was he was very young. He was a teenager when he, he was when he was at, when he was first discovered. Yeah. And so, you know, teenagers have acne. Mm-hmm. And apparently, you know, he had a bad case of acne at one point. And I don't know if it was Sam Phillips or uh, maybe a manager uh, described his, his his acne as the wrath of God. You know, <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> so, you know, he was a handsome guy, but, you know, he he was also a human being with acne occasionally. Yeah. Um but anyway, anyway, where where are we on uh, this show with our uh, Chinese takeout? <laughs> well, I got to tell you, <laughs> this I, week's did you, did you see week, the picture I sent? Yeah, it looked pretty good. Pretty good. Brown limp broccoli drowning in some syrupy crap. I don't know. I, th- I thought the, the broccoli looked pretty crisp. I'm looking at picture of yours yours is yours looks steamed and crisp and <laughs> well green. well here's the thing i i'm gonna post my real photo tomorrow real what, photo for, for zoom oh, is this a glamour shot <laughs> this is just for the the, the podcast because Would you hire you, this one did you pay no, this, from this, is, this is from uh the internet and uh no yeah this isn't a photo of what i ate uh, but uh i think i could have made a similar photo well you'll see the real photo I've never been so angry at you. I tried to take a bite of this. I was furious. It is disgusting. What now? Didn't you say you were going to have the gravy on the side? They came all all together. All right. Well, it, you're blaming me for that. I thought you you yes. that was. I thought that was <laughs> going to be your strategy. You were going to have it on the side. Uh, I, well, I, I I didn't really know how it was constructed, uh, but yeah, it came all goopy and all together. Like sweet and sour chicken, I know to order it on the side. Um, so the broccoli wasn't wasn't firm. No, no, it was drowned. I I, I don't. It was drowned. <laughs> yeah, it your, was. Your broccoli was limp. Yes. Wow. Okay. It doesn't look like in the photo. Playboy Mansion. Boom. <laughs> it didn't look limp in the photo. It it t- looked limp in my mouth. So you didn't use the That's rice what, at all, yeah. I'm taking. Huh? You, you don't use the rice with it? I, I didn't even get that far. So you, you, you took a couple mouthfuls and, and you yep. didn't eat it? No. Wow. Same thing with the egg drop soup. I was horrified. 
I don't know what I was expecting because uh-huh. I took I took a bite and all I thought was, oh, this texture is like eggs. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, that's right. It is. Is this is it, is it raw egg? Like, oh, that's my that's my problem with it, too. You know, oh. you to think about egg drop soup. I'll say this. You can't look at it. (laughs) If you look look at it, you're done. Well, I looked at it and it looked like, I'm like, oh, well, it looks like, uh, you know, like a thicker wonton. That's what it tastes like. If you don't, if you don't look at it and you just sip it, it tastes like the the wonton broth. Not mine. I I couldn't get past the texture of this slippery, (laughs) raw egg. Ugh. I, I don't uh, know which one was worse, to be honest. <laughs> wow. I, I, I tried and I was like, does, does Mike hate me? Why did he fucking, why is he doing this? No, this, this, is, this is partly, I mean, this is like the simplest thing I could think of for you. And uh, this is turning out to be a disaster. Uh, it is, this is I mean, where I think, you know, going forward, we'll have a lot of laughs. Yeah. I mean, I ate mine. Mine was satisfactory to me. Yeah. I mean, I like it. Uh, but I'll be honest. As varied and wide and crazy as these menus can get, boy, I find it hard to believe this is going to be topped in terms of like... Well, oh. yeah, I, I tried to keep it simple for you, Greg. I appreciate it. And, and you know, I didn't want to I appreciate do, the do you intention. in this way. I appreciate the intention, but... Uh, woo. So, so how much of it did you eat? Not even half? No, not even half. No. Oh, God. Now no. I feel bad because you're like wasting food. What, what do I care? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Mike, 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 Mike. They'll, they'll make more food. <laughs> yeah, but in these times, I don't like to waste money on food, you know? Well, yeah, but, you know, for, for this purpose, I'm okay trying and throwing away food. So did you have a backup strategy for, like, eating I mean, this, was this tonight? You had this. Would, would, would you? Would you care if I'm eating? You're concerned. <laughs> I'm concerned about Worried. your welfare. Yes. <laughs> no, I, I had I had a big old thing of fried rice, so that was good. Oh, okay. Always All right. sustainable. But uh, woof. So, how do you rate this? Well, I can't give it a zero. I guess. <laughs> can't give it a zero. So uh, you're saying this was worse than the GT chicken? Oh, yeah. Like, I could physically eat the chicken, even though it's gross, and I didn't like it. And, ugh. Like, I could stomach eating some of that, even though it was terrible. This, this I thought was an assault. Well, you know. All all my senses. (laughs) I'm going to have to say, this might be the the restaurant's fault. I mean, do you have other options? Maybe this restaurant. Don't you you dare blame Golden China. (laughs) Golden China. Not now, Mike. Don't you dare. (laughs) We've gone through too much together. But I mean, if if they're screwing up something this simple, you might want to check out a different one. I was I was shocked. Like I pictured that it would be broccoli, you know, like healthy steamed broccoli with a, um, you know, like a drizzling of the sauce. Which, to be honest, I don't even know if it's garlic. It was just, I didn't know garlic was brown. But <laughs> I, I pictured it like drizzling of... Uh, uh-huh. That's how I picture most things drizzling, to be honest. And it just showed up in this bucket of goop. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna blame this on, on the place right. you got it. Mine, mine had a drizzling. Mm -hmm. It, it wasn't too overwhelming. Mm -hmm. Um, you'll see in my picture tomorrow when I post it. Oh, uh, it, we'll finally get this picture. I mean, <laughs> there was, there was a fair amount in there, though. I'll, I'll say this. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a, a fair amount of the goop at the mm -hmm. bottom when I was done. I did not yeah. I did not put the rest of that on my uh, broccoli. I left I it know. there. Who can eat that much broccoli? There's like 20 sprouts or whatever. Like, even if I liked it, who can who eats that much? Like, I don't mind broccoli. If you serve me, you know, a nice pork chop with a couple of pieces of broccoli, I'm happy to eat them. But who eats an entire bucket of broccoli? Well, I've never seen anybody do that. When this dish is done correctly, it's very satisfying. And, wow. and mine was, you know, I finished mine. Uh, it was satisfying. It was filling. Um, yeah. I probably could have saved part of it for tomorrow. But I was like, you know, why not? You know, I didn't eat it all day. And uh, it was good. I, I mean, I yeah. guess the one complaint I would say is that some of the broccoli was like, you ever get these giant stalks? Like they're you gotta yeah. you gotta cut them in half because they're too yeah. big. I had yeah. I had a little bit of that going on. I yeah. prefer I mean, broccoli that's you know I could fit it in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, without yeah. cutting it, you know. Uh, so that would be the only negative for my experience. Now, how about um, you? How about your egg drop soup? And, and you know what? I'm willing to, I'm willing to accept that a lot of it was the restaurant's fault, based on what you're saying. I can, I can, I can see that. I'm thinking maybe you, you got to get a back backup uh, restaurant going. Is there is there another one nearby? Yeah, yeah, there, there's a couple. Yeah. Uh huh. Because I was actually oh, thinking actually, of actually uh, the one I've been using. They did not have broccoli and garlic, so I had to use a different one. There's a bunch around here. So. Okay. All right. So broccoli and, and, and garlic sauce is not on every menu. Wow. Okay. Uh, it seemed like a standard to me. I was surprised by that, too. Yeah, I was surprised by that, too. There was only one restaurant I didn't see it on. The next one I went to, they had it. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I was surprised, too, because I did think it was a standard. Certainly an easy dish, I would think, you know. Yeah. Shit out some broccoli and, you know, shit sauce. Hey, come on come on don't you have nieces greg this isn't nieces? the joe rogan show with the with the language who do you think this? <laughs> don't you want your nieces to be proud of this podcast no no <laughs> i'm not listening to this <laughs> what do you mean you haven't gotten them to listen to this yet nobody nobody i know is listening to this no. <laughs> this, this is in a vacuum Number one, yeah, none of my friends like or care or are really interested in anything I do ever. <laughs> Here, for one. Those, those um, sound like great friends. Yeah, 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 maybe, yeah. <laughs> uh, number one, yeah, no, nobody's, nobody's done more and gotten, nobody's done more, <laughs> less shits than me uh -huh. over the years. Uh -huh. uh, so, yeah, they're not, they're not listening to this. Especially since it's on YouTube. <laughs> no, I, I I know that experience because uh, you know I've been involved with the best show for you know 15 years now, and um, I don't think my family has ever listened to it. Mm -mm. Uh, 
my closest friends. I'm pretty sure I've never listened to it. I wrote, I wrote a book that included some of these people. They still didn't read the fucking book. Well, well, people didn't give a shit. This, 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 this is an honest, uh, an honest uh, admission here. I can't read a book uh, from a screen. That's you fair. Know, you I'm know, I'm, I fair. mean, uh, you know, maybe I'll make a, a, a stronger effort. There'll be something we can talk about. I, I'm going to do that. I'm going to make not, a, a better effort to do that. Well, um, I'm I mean, not a, I'm not a digital uh, reader. I'm not either. I can't. I can't. I've never read a book on a Kindle either. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, I'm down with that. I understand. That. I, I don't like it. It's weird. Uh, the only t- the only book I have read, I read on my phone uh, and it was Jaws. I made a point of reading it at the beach and I did it on my phone. But uh, you read no, that I, book I, recently. Not, uh, you, didn't, you didn't read that when you were much younger. No, I never did. Um, uh, and I and I hated the book. I thought the book was terrible. Yeah. A lot of sexy stuff. huh? Well, you don't like the sexy stuff. The sexiest. <laughs> it's pretty uh, explicit, as I remember. I yeah. read it when it came out. I think yeah, I think I, I read it before the movie came out. It was it was like the book was hot. Oh wow! Okay. And um, you know what's funny about that is uh, well, not funny, but uh, are you a big Faulty Towers fan? You know, I've seen a few episodes. I never went all the way in with that. I think the first episode, they're sitting in bed, John Cleese and his wife, and they're in two separate bedrooms. And he's reading Jaws, mm-hmm. which must have been right before the movie came out. Right. Would have, would have, that would have been 75. Yeah. But yeah, the book I thought, when he described the shark, because there was some chapter where he just described the shark. And that whole chapter is not Moby Dick, but uh, those were great. But yeah. yeah, I didn't like the rest of the book. But, uh, but why? Yeah, yeah. I, I've written, I could write a book about these people. They wouldn't bother fucking reading. Really <laughs> Yeah, no, no fear, no fear of anybody. And I, you don't even have to change their names. No, <laughs> I could say horrible things about them. If I wanted. They would never know. Yeah, but most authors have the decency to change the names, you know. Nope. Uh, but you can, you can get away with just. Somebody could say to one of them, "Hey, you know, Greg wrote this thing, and he, wow, he totally rips you and says these terrible things." They'd be like, "Oh, okay, whatever," and then they are. <laughs> we might as well plug your first book. It's called The Nanny. Uh, it's called Wing- Williamsburg Rats, oh, a oh, Manny's Store of Duty. Oh, yeah. oh sorry. <laughs> That's right. That's okay. I can't, I can't even get the title right. Jesus Christ. I'm thinking of the, the TV show. Jesus. Uh, but, but I did just put out another book a couple days ago called The Wedding Parties. Uh, I, 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 I hate when people say, oh, uh, what do they say? Uh, selfish plug. What's, damn it, now I'm, I'm drawing Shameless. Shameless plug. plug. Oh, shameless plug. And then they act like, you know, and then they do the plug anyway. Uh, I'm just plugging. I'm desperate for anybody for some attention. Yeah, no, I'm 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 happy to oblige. Thank you. Uh, Now, Williamsburg Rats was based on your experience as a as a real life nanny. That's right. Or Manny, right? Am I I I using the right term? It's Manny. 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 Okay. Uh, Yeah, it's my. I don't want to get the terminology wrong. Wrong. It's loosely by, based on my three years as a Manny in mm-hmm. Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Uh, that was a lot of fun to write. Uh, that was a couple years ago. And now this one, this one is pure fiction, just a pure comedy. Uh, hilarity ensues kind of <laughs> book. It's just a fun romp uh-huh. um, kind of thing. So I, I really enjoyed writing it. I love the ending. 
I hope everybody who reads it likes it. Uh, so this is my non-shameful plug for the wedding parties on Amazon.com. <laughs> Thanks for the plug, Mike. <laughs> and and the one reason I, I I should go back and read Williamsburg Rats is because Amazon. you were, you you were you were at Ground Zero during the hipster explosion. That's right in Williamsburg. Yeah. So I'm and sure there's a lot a lot of that made yeah. it into the book. There is a lot of hipster hating, <laughs> and that was also the first Manning, because uh-huh. before the Great Recession. You know, it was me. I go to these things with the kid, and it'd be me and twenty-five nannies from Trinidad and Tobago. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the Great Recession hit, and all these Wall Street dudes lost their jobs, and they started they'd start showing up. <laughs> and as I as, as I say in the book, for sale on Amazon, uh, you know, they'd show up and look at me, and they'd give me this look like, "Ugh, rough out there, huh? You too." I'm like motherfucker, I've been coming to this class for three years. <laughs> Let me tell you who takes over if the teacher gets assassinated. Uh-huh. Me, yeah. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's a it's a fun book. I don't know. It, it you know to me it's a bit of a. Uh, I mean, I you know I knew you when you were doing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the listeners, we w- were sort of also part of a uh, Williamsburg softball team. That's right. At the time, and I would. I would commute over from Bayonne to play softball on Sunday. That's right. You are you are a fearless pitcher. Every my friends in Brooklyn. That's right. And it was a great time. We had we had so many good times. Yeah. We did this for several years, um, and it was it was a good time. Good good group of people for the most part. But then towards the end of my tenure over there, um, we began to see how the hipster movement was sort of taking over the neighborhood. Oh, yeah. And this well, already had by then. Yeah. 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 It, yeah. You're right. It, 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 was, it was it was it was there already. But but here was the the, the uh, kicker for me was the arrival of kickball team. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and it wasn't just kickball, you know, it was uh, costumed kickball. <laughs> Right, a lot, team, lot of a lot of handlebar mustaches. <laughs> each team had a theme, you know. Maybe there were <laughs> there were pirates. What were some of the different oh, uh, outfits? But they they were all, you know, it was like Halloween. Yeah. Uh, every Sunday, playing kickball. <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable, right? You think about it. It's and true. these are adults. We're we're yeah. talking about adults here, and you know, you hear you see all these stories about the. The infantilization of the culture. Here it was staring us in the face. Grown adults playing kickball. We were on the front lines, bro. You know, I mean, you know, not that softball is such a an adult pastime, but it's a little more adult, right? I mean, we can say uh, more that. Than kickball, more than kickball. Yeah, not more than kickball, less than real baseball, but but. But boy, we we did have a lot of fun. That was a great, uh-huh. great just just the idea that every Sunday we'd have an automatic meetup with some of our friends, and it was just lot, so much fun. And we 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 spent a lot of time at the uh, legendary Turkey's Nest Bar, uh-huh. which was right across from the fields, still standing. It's still there. Actually, I met a woman uh-huh. in Bayonne at my uncle's bar, Masses Tavern. Uh-huh. 
who was related to the family who owned Turkey's Nest. Ah. Yeah, it was, it was like a, a, you know, quite a coincidence. This yeah. is an older woman. Uh, she was a, a home uh, caregiver and she would stop into masses for a couple beers at the end of her day. And we got to talking and next thing you know, somehow I made the connection to Brooklyn. I think maybe she said she was from Brooklyn. And then, yeah, next thing I oh, know, I'm yeah. talking to a face. She not only did she, was she related, she used to work there. You know, she, oh. she, she, she said she worked there uh, for years, uh, bartending and so on. Like, um, like when? Like how? Oh, I, before, before our time. Yeah, okay. before our time. That I believe that bar has been there a long time. Long time. I, I think it's the, I think it's the only place pretty much left standing from my reign of terror in that neighborhood. <laughs> I, I, I think, I think they, own, I think they've owned the building like since you know for a hundred years. They probably paid it off during World War II. And they don't care. You know, they're just right. collecting money. Yeah. So they, yeah, they welcome the uh, hipsters uh, every Sunday, and mm -hmm. we would go in there. And again, you know, we're having a good time after playing softball, having a few laughs. But then, of course, with the digital, the arrival of the digital jukebox, oh. we'd have a hipster who's got to play some thrash metal because yeah. that's that's what most people want to hear yeah. on a sunny Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Some ironic trash metal. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Thank you. And it would just like we'd be looking at each other like we could barely hear each other yeah. at that point um so yeah it was a real joy kill yeah we ended up after a couple of years we switched we started going to the gibson i don't know if you remember that that might, might have been after your time that was down the block uh, i mean i remember going to a bunch of those bars in that area yeah, yeah. was that where uh one of our friends worked um, no uh you're thinking of matchless maybe uh-huh uh i don't i don't know how we made the connection to the i think the nets just got too crowded sometimes so it uh -huh. goes down to the because if you played the four o'clock game you know there are already hundreds of people that are already done playing and drinking so yeah. uh, the gibson was nice because it was big and open and quiet uh but yeah the nest is still standing uh uh how about the uh, do get back to new york like a charleston like, <laughs> charleston <laughs> that's right although they redid that they re uh they totally redid it did they give it a new name? No, they kept the name, but it's totally different. That was that was one of my that was, that was my favorite. The you played there. You're you know for the audience. You know, Greg was a is a musician and he's he's had bands. And uh, I remember seeing you a few times there. Right? You played there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a residency there one month. We played uh, every I don't know Friday night or whatever. And I, I was in charge of uh, since it was my my night. I would book the bands and. Uh, I, I like playing there until uh, I don't know if you remember the old couple that owned it. Yeah, it was an older couple. Yeah, and they had the pizza place right yeah. next to it. Yeah, yeah. And and pizza when was back, pizza was good. It was good. It was a little odd, but in a good way. And it was when I first moved there, it was only a dollar a slice. Mm -hmm. And and the, yeah, the old the, there was an old man and a woman. She would man the pizza then usually, and I remember the old man coming up to me after uh, after couple shows and i think i was i'm setting up for that night of rock and he comes up we're talking he goes uh yeah you guys are great i was like oh thanks he goes yeah my wife really loves your sound and i was like yeah I had fans 
I was like, Ugh. <laughs> so the one compliment the, the I've ever gotten. Death? You, you saw it as a kiss of death. Well, yeah, the, the, the one compliment I have gotten on my various artistic efforts is some centenarian telling me that his centenarian wife, quote unquote, liked my sound. <laughs> that did that did that did make me take pause and be like, well, maybe this just isn't isn't for me. Uh, am I going in the right direction? <laughs> but I love playing there. Yeah. Uh -huh. I remember you, was it you? We were playing and all of a sudden the electricity went out. Uh, and I thought they'd pulled the plug on us. So I just <laughs> put down my guitar and walked over to the bar <laughs> and got a beer. And the guy's like, uh, what are you doing? <laughs> and it turns out, I think they said you had accidentally kicked the plug or something. Or <laughs> no, that doesn't sound like me. It sounds although, exactly like you. Although I vaguely remember the lights going out. Yeah. Yeah. I, nobody, I'm not saying nobody said you did it on purpose. Uh -huh. <laughs> I hope. Uh, well, uh, that was a great. So I was like, oh, so I just sauntered back and got back to rocking. <laughs> did I at least put the put the plug back in, or did somebody else have to come I, and that's do the it? Way, that's the way I tell the story. That you, <laughs> but after some time, you uh -huh. eventually did the right thing. <laughs> All right. Well, I know we're looking at the we're looking at the clock coming down. We wanted to add the uh, fortune cookie segment. Yes. To the well, let's show. do the scores. Let's do the scores for uh, scores first. Yes. Each dish. I'm going to give the broccoli and garlic sauce because I cannot give it a zero. I'm giving it a one. Wow. And I shouldn't even grade the egg drop soup because I could <laughs> barely got a step down. It was so disgusting. Can I abstain? Because <laughs> You got to find a new place. It shouldn't be this disgusting. Yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Ugh. What's yours? All right. I'm going to give uh, my broccoli and garlic sauce was good. Uh, have you been? Have you been? Shit, I wish. I, have you been keeping track of our scores? No. <laughs> okay. Because I know my Echo Young was high. Uh -huh. The noodles from last week, I think I gave a five or six. Yeah, nothing. I mean, nothing is going to touch your egg flu young. I mean, that's yeah. I remember nine, like I you like gave it nine point nine, I think, right? I like the Singapore noodles. Uh huh. I didn't like that's the, your number two at this point. Yeah, and then the General Sal, or as you call it, GTC or whatever. <laughs> what do you say? GTO. This is at the bottom. Okay. Wow. I th I thought I was doing you a favor. And I, I ended up doing but, you doing you, you dirty. Say, what you say makes sense. It does sound uh -huh. like it'd be a simple dish. Uh -huh. But it, well, I'm gonna yeah. I mean, mine was fine. You know, I didn't have any complaints. The only complaint I had is some of the broccoli was too large. Yeah. But you know, you're I can't complain about them giving me lots of broccoli. I mean, that's stupid. That's stupid. So I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give mine a good seven point five. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Is, is I, mean, that I, I ate it all. You know, um, the is soup. That no, it's not my highest, is it? I think I gave uh, Singapore rice noodle higher. Okay. I yeah. think I gave that eight point five. Yeah. Um, but anyway, and I'll I'll give the soup. Uh, yeah, I, I was not a big fan. Uh, I advise people not to look at it when <laughs> when they yeah. eat it, which is. Probably not, you know, that's that's not saying much, you know. That you, <laughs> that's you not a great approach. You can't look at the 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 egg whites floating in suspension in the Ugh. yellow fluid, you know. It, it's a little off-putting. 
But oh, if you if you take oh. if you close your eyes and drink it, it's it's not terrible. It it, it reminded me of the broth from really wonton soup. So I'll give I'll give egg drop soup uh, a four. Yeah, I'm not a not a fan. Uh, that's a one and done experience for me. Yeah, I, I'm not yeah. going back to that. Oh, you hadn't had it before. I've never had it. No, that was that's yeah. why I wanted to do it. You know, I was like, okay. yeah. here was something I never had. I wanted to give it a shot. Uh, okay. My father actually likes it a lot. Yeah, I mean, somebody um, likes it. It's on every Chinese menu I've ever seen. It in is my life. exactly. And there's eight billion Chinese people, so there's somebody's enjoying it. Let's crack open our cookies. <laughs> Want to make the noise? <laughs> there goes my cookie all, all right. over my keyboard. I, I already have a superstition. You're eating I don't a cookie. I like the cookie. Wow. I care, but I take a <laughs> tiny bite every time. I'm giving you points for eating it. <laughs> I don't. I don't know the last time I ever ate one. You have to go to like the real nice restaurants to get one that's edible. Wow. So, is, so I'm looking is, at my my fortune. Let's hear. It. This, is, this is a lengthy one. Usually they're like a one liner. Uh, the spool is it unspooling? <laughs> if you aim to do a favor, then go the whole way. Never do anything halfway. Those are two just good advice. Yeah, that's good. I like the first part. Yeah, uh, the second one feels like it was, the second one could apply to anything. Uh-huh. I like the first part about hey, if you're going to do a favor, go. That's really nice. I like that. Yeah, I don't know why they tacked on the second one. <laughs> and of course, on the back, you've got numbers now because lucky numbers. Because lucky numbers, we're all ga- gambling addicts. Yeah, and you know, yeah, why not play some more numbers? <laughs> yeah. Fucking or- ordering this crap tonight was a gamble. Uh-huh. I lost. Mine says, this is funny because think about the last, think of what I've said about the friend, all of my friends who couldn't give a crap about anything I do. Uh, here, th- th- here it is. Rely on longtime friends to give you good advice. <laughs> wow. Maybe these wow. things are. <laughs> that was timely. Maybe these things are prescient. <laughs> I remember I had one. Uh, yeah. They, they caught your vibe, man. Yeah. <laughs> I remember a fortune I got like a year or two ago was something about, you know, you, you need to make good choices in life. And I was laughing. I was like, it's one of those good choices, not ordering Chinese takeout. <laughs> but this seems eerily prescient. And uh-huh. uh, wow. Okay. All right. Cool? So that uh, should wrap things up. You got something picked out for next week? Um, let's do, you know, I've always seen, uh, I don't know if Kung Pao is everything, but I'm seeing Kung Pao chicken. Okay, that's a yeah, that's a name I've I've heard of, okay. never yeah. eaten. Good, me too. Yeah. Okay, so so be it. Kung Pao chicken. Perfect. Okay, sounds great. I want to thank everybody for listening. Hit that subscribe button, and we'll see you next week. See you next week. Thanks for listening. That is the Wedding Parties by Gregory Wilson on Amazon.com. The Wedding Parties, Amazon.com.